3: I'm enjoying this to a certain aspect, not that history is vindicating me, but I'm enjoying watching them eat their own, because this is what a cabal of corruption, a top-down totalitarian society does. Ultimately, this is what it looks like, infiltrated by organized crime, infiltrated by pay-to-play schemes, where American politicians aren't representatives, but they're oligarchs. And their their cohorts are also culpable. So as I see them attacking Elon Musk, I really don't give a rip. I don't give a rip. I'm fully aware of how Elon Musk played the system to get the the credits so that Tesla is now a household name. I get it. I didn't like it. I didn't agree with it. I thought it was a nice-looking car because, quite honestly, Maserati developed it. However, I don't really care about Elon Musk. I find it funny, though that now he states his case after being a Democrat his entire life, and he is being ridiculed on every media outlet, everywhere, on the front page of the Drudge, off with their tweets, Manic Musk purges reporters. It also is is excited about the fact that Tesla stock loses money, continues to collapse. They didn't mention anything about Zucker Schmuck, not a word about asshat, meta, whatever it's called. That's a real implosion, at least Tesla delivers a product. However, here, this is the destination of where we allowed ourselves to be. Now, it happens that that two stories... Are intersecting this one
4: today, the National Archives released nearly 13,000 secret files related to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy in 1963. President Biden issued an executive order authorizing the disclosure, but thousands of files are still being withheld. Kennedy, so like a typical Irish mafia
3: gypsy, he released what he wanted to release, he didn't release the information. We are 60 years from an assassination of arguably whether you were a Democrat or a Republican, a president that actually stood for something and made a difference.
5: The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment that i do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control and no official of my administration whether his rank is high or low civilian or military should interpret my words here tonight As an excuse to censor the news to stifle dissent to cover up our mistakes or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know
3: now jfk was assassinated seven months later but that's the speech that got him killed there is no question about it there isn't anybody who's ever looked into this even slightly and believes that oswald is anything other than what he described himself to be
5: I like some legal representation. These police officers have not allowed me to to have any. I uh I don't know what this is all about. I'm just a black the idea that people you keep get the, the guy. Guy. Sir, with
6: the I work in that building. Were you in the building at the time? Naturally, if I work in that building, yes, sir.
1: Back up, man. Did you Come on,
7: shoot
6: man. the President. No, they're taking me in
1: because of
8: the fact
3: that I right. live in the I'm just
2: a
1: patsy.
3: Now, Oswald had definite affiliation with organizations in this country, the very secret societies JFK was railing against, seven months prior to having his head blown off from the front. Not the back. From the front and not from the back. This is something that we all know. Back and to the left. Exactly. Back and to the left. So this is something that... Everybody has talked about as they did right after the people were there. Why was it something that was controversial?
0: Terrell, we've been waiting for years to see these remaining records from the JFK assassination file. And tonight, some Chicago names in the fine print. New details about Chicago as a training ground for Cuban militiamen. As the I-team has reported over the years, outfit bosses recruited crooked lawmen to train Cuban rebels aimed at protecting their homeland from Castro.
3: Now, Chuck Gowdy with the Amish hips, I think, has the story wrong. Why does it have to be outfit guys recruited lawmen? Why can't it be the other way around? Especially when you had a president that was railing against government secrecy, not mafia secrecy.
9: So now a single bullet remains. A single bullet now has to account for the remaining seven wounds in Kennedy and Conley. But rather than admit to a conspiracy or investigate further, the Warren Commission chose to endorse the theory put forth by an ambitious junior counselor, Arlen Specter, one of the grossest lies ever forced on the American people.
3: Arlen Specter, after that trial, became a senator. And the only thing that took him out was the angel of death. He'd still be a senator. He'd probably be president. Everybody in on this government supremacy, on these secret societies within our government, all seem to become multi, multi, multi-millionaires because they swear an allegiance, in omerta, to the government mafia. Not the other one. There's no question about it. And this is the most obvious cover-up in the last 60 years. And what happened after JFK was taken out? If you know anything about JFK's policies, Vietnam would not have happened. Although he was complacent, he was against sending anything other than advisors. With JFK out of the way, what happened in the last 60 years to the government supremacy in this world?
10: Anyway, after I came back... I asked myself, why was I, the chief of special ops, selected to travel to the South Pole at that time to do a job that any number of others could have done? And I wondered if it could have been because one of my routine duties, if I had been in Washington, would have been to arrange for additional security in Texas. So I decided to check it out. And sure enough, I found out that someone had told the 112th Military Intelligence Group at 4th Army Headquarters at Fort Sam Houston to stand down that day over the protests of the unit commander. Why would
3: they tell him to stand on? Where did the order come from?
10: Government! I believe it's a mistake. This is significant because it is standard operating procedure, especially in a known hostile city like Dallas, to supplement the Secret Service. I mean, even if we had not allowed the bubble top to be removed from the limousine, we would have bubble placed top. at least 100 to 200 agents on the sidewalk without question. I mean, only a month ago, UN Ambassador Adlai Stevenson was spit on and hit. There right. had already been several attempts on right. De Gaulle's life in France. We would have arrived days ahead of time, studied the route, checked all the buildings, never would have allowed all those wide open empty windows overlooking Dealey? Never. We'd have had our own snipers covering the area. The minute a window went up, they'd have been on the radio. We'd have been watching the crowd, packages rolled up, newspapers, code over and Never would have let a man open an umbrella along the way. Never would have allowed that limousine to slow down to 10 miles an hour, much less take that unusual curve at Houston and Elm. You would have felt an army presence in the streets that day. But none of this happened. It was a violation of the most basic protection codes we have, and it is the best indication of a massive plot in Dallas.
3: Two of my favorite articles of evidence is the pristine bullet that was found on the gurney of the Kennedy assassination and the passport on the ground outside of the World Trade Center. These are some of my favorite government articles of evidence.
9: We've come to know it as the magic bullet theory. The magic bullet enters the president's back, headed downward at an angle of 17 degrees. It then moves upward in order to leave Kennedy's body from the front of his neck, wound number two, where it waits 1.6 seconds, presumably in midair, where it turns right, then left, right, then left, and continues into Conley's body at the rear of his right armpit, wound number three. The bullet then heads downward at an angle of 27 degrees, shattering Conley's fifth rib and exiting from the right side of his chest, wound number four. The bullet then turns right and re-enters Conley's body at his right wrist, wound number five. Shattering the radius bone, the bullet then exits Conley's wrist, wound number six, makes a dramatic U-turn and buries itself into Conley's left thigh. Wound number seven, from which it later falls out and is found in almost pristine condition on a stretch in a corridor of Parkland Hospital. That's some bullet. Anyone who's been in combat will tell you, never in the history of gunfire has there been a bullet this ridiculous.
3: But in government there has been. And for 60 years, information has been withheld. If it wasn't for the film... And a tenacious attorney who destroyed his career, had it destroyed by government, was character assassinated, was intimidated, lost everything. In the way that the government cheers Elon Musk, cheers Donald Trump, cheers you, wallowing in their economy. This is their goal, to have you on your knees, because they cannot afford to allow you to see exactly what kind of societies are influencing our government. You have a dementia patient in diapers pretending to be a president and in the meantime the mafia that surrounds him has never made more money
7: and you know uh um i think that there's uh i've been in and out not as uh, obviously combatant but in and out of afghanistan
3: 81 million people did not vote for joe biden joe biden was promoted because he's the most recognizable face the most plausible deniability of incompetence and dementia so that the mafia can thrive i don't give a rip what they say i know what i saw
9: back and to the left
3: three one two six four two fifty six hundred
10: make money
0: smoke cigars and live free on the sean thompson show on am 560 the answer
3: they held all the information everybody who was involved in the warren report got a nice cushy job jack ruby got what he wanted dying of cancer old time second rate half-assed gangster and in the meantime the uh Illinoisan gets to feel a little proud of himself for a little while. Who was about to douse the mob's lucrative gambling mecca
0: in the tropics. Something has happened in the motorcade group. When the shots killed President Kennedy in this car in Dallas, Texas, the investigation that followed produced hundreds of thousands of records, transcripts, cables, pictures, and films. Tonight, here at the National Archives in Washington, the long-awaited and long-locked-up documents ordered released
3: by the White House. In the files are expected... 13,000 de- he released. Hundreds of thousands, according to the so-called investigative reporter with the Amish hips. You know, it's funny, Chuck Gowdy talks about the gambling that the mafia had. But he doesn't talk about Joe Kennedy leveraging his mafia connections to have JFK win in voter fraud in Illinois. All a queen of heaven. They love JFK. Every cemetery in Cook County. Hardcore Democrats. To this day, cornerstone of the Democrat base. They never talk about that. The liaison of corruption. The old man. A scumbag who lobotomized his own daughter. A lot of, lot of, lot of things going on. And here's another thing. When's the last anything the government told you that was true? The last anything. Since 1963, I think you're hard pressed to find one. Mitchell, this
4: explains. You know, Sean, first of all, the, uh, the, the Warren Commission was an asinine pseudo scientific sham. When they first found the rifle on the sixth floor, it was a 7.5 or 7.65 Mauser, not the Mario or In 1963, anybody could buy a rifle like an ice cream cone and basically Oswald orders his Mario Cantana from uh, Chicago. A sport Yes, in Chicago.
3: Mitchell, I I not only was raised by a Marine who had his marksman pin, I smoked cigars with a retired, I don't even know if I should embarrass him, Colonel, who was in Vietnam, and it's the first thing he said, that rifle has very, very poor accuracy. It's known for a flawed barrel. And to think that this imbecile, who was himself an asset of our corrupt secret societies, fired three shots, and hit all three targets. That's something for morons to believe. But those are the same morons that'll believe anything that comes out of the government. For instance, the Azov Battalion, those aren't really lightning bolts. Those are S's. They're not. They're the good Nazis. Yeah. Thank you, Mitchell. I appreciate the call. Craig and Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for keeping me. You are right on the money. You taking a nap? All right, go ahead. No, I just
8: got that reverberation. I'll just talk over it. But what you're talking about is so important because this, uh, this so-called government has got a long history of never telling us the truth about basically anything. And these these um, assassinations, Kennedy and then that uh, fellow that was um, working with the Democrat Party with uh, the Clintons in uh they they played off like he got was getting robbed and he took two
3: shots in the, in his back and uh, and now we can't get information for sixty or hundred years about that guy sixty six hey sixty six you know, it's, yeah yeah it's, it's it just goes and then and then we could address maybe some of the things about Watergate I'd be interested in that does anybody think Nixon was worried? About losing to the Democrats with the kind of lead he had? He wasn't worried about that. He wanted to know if the Democrats were aware he was at a ranch in Texas that had a lot of guys whose names you know, from Bush to Kennedy. To, I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. it was about Kennedy. But all people that profited, LBJ, all people that profited from the JFK assassination. But why would you stagger it? Here we are 60 years past. Who's alive? Who's alive that was there? The only thing that's alive is the secret society JFK spoke of. The secret society has branched off and grown thanks to George Bush senior's stupid son. Right? So those the CIA now has got all kinds of relatives. And isn't that after all what John F Kennedy was talking about?
5: The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are as a people inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment, of pertinent facts, far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions.
3: He's going to talk about what we're living through right now tyranny censorship stifling your speech controlling your opinion what do you want to apply it to you want to apply it to government spending you want to apply it to money to ukraine or africa you want to apply it to the vaccine you want to apply it to the origins of covid what do you want to apply it to
5: even today there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it and there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment
3: he's talking about the year 2022 he's talking about right now because he knew if the government was allowed to operate in the shadows in it with immunity that it would lead to a time when America wasn't America. And then we could really go to all the people who are dumb enough to think Joe Biden is a Democrat. Because if you look at some of his policies, and I don't just mean the tax policies that Ronald Reagan sold, you will see that that version of Democrat would have never supported this kind of Democrat scum. He's
7: in Iraq in his areas 38, 39 times.
3: Yeah, sure you have.
4: Hunter said the only thing you said to him was... Quote, I hope you know what you're doing.
7: That's exactly right. He's a grown man. What I meant by that is, I hope you thought this through. I hope you know exactly what you're doing here. Meaning what? And that's all I meant. Nothing more than that. Because I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters. And I've never discussed them because they know. Really? Never
3: I- discuss them. So you're telling me that the Roll. Kennedy. Even JFK, son of a crook, son of a gangster, son of a scumbag, inside trading whore that it only is second to Nancy Pelosi and Stinky Hammers Paul.
4: Now the Sox Business exclusive, Hunter Biden and a former Biden aide invested in two Chinese companies with ties to the top levels of the Chinese Communist Party and its military. Emails show that as recent as 2017, Hunter's private equity firm held a 5% stake in Harv's amusement parks and interest in Harv's sports and entertainment. Both are backed by China's development bank tied to the Chinese military.
3: The funny part is, to watch all of this on the news, you would think Joe Biden wanted to expose information. That's how it's being propagandized. But after all, anybody dumb enough to vote for Joe Biden is dumb enough to think Oswald killed JFK. 312-642-5600.
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The Answer. It's time now for Your Moment of Zen with Sean Thompson, presented by A.M. Woodland Outdoor Design.
3: We better stop them, because they're managing to destroy everything and keep the focus exactly where they want it, on everything but their corruption. The actual fact that they've had a year, that they've shut down the American way of life for a year, and what did it produce? Three times more people sick. Three times the mayhem.
0: This has been your moment of Zen with Sean Thompson, presented by AM Woodland Outdoor Design.
3: There are still people out there like who the call themselves Kennedy Democrats without realizing they're even right of what like Rep- is represented by establishment Republicans today. This is the where is where is uh? Here you. Uh, You've been unfailing.
8: Uh, gracious, gracious to me To my family And uh, frankly My team here in Washington And Madam Speaker I have to say My girls told me Tell this Speaker How much we
3: admire her Admire her Now thats that was actually A Republican Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi was elected in 1987 What happened to government debt? 1987 and now. What happened to government supremacy? 1987 and now. So a Republican gets up there, and he's crying like a little baby. He's crying because he's the same kind of crook. The same kind of crook. And none of it could have happened if there would have been some sort of an open versus a secret society. Because the RNC is a secret society. Nobody's upset. No crook in the government is upset that JFK got killed. That's when they started licking their chops, like when Joe Biden was elected. Mike, Northwest Indiana. Hello, Sean. It's a
1: pleasure to speak with you. Um, Actually, you and I have met uh, at the smoke or cigar night in Lyle in the John.
6: Oh,
3: (laughs) yes. You wanted to shake my hand in the bathroom, which, you know, you should wait till after I dry off. But yes, I, I, I didn't want to wait. That's,
7: um,
2: right, that's
3: right, that's Come kidding. on, man! <laughs> Go <ahead.
1: laughs> the, um What I wanted to tell you was uh, uh, the whole JFK thing. There's a man that produced a movie and he wrote a book. It's called Best Evidence. He takes all the evidence after everybody's dead and gone and puts everything together and shows you um, how Kennedy's body was probably altered on the plane of Air Force One. Yeah. Well, the
3: Arlen Specter thing is an interesting connection. Arlen Specter himself is a well-known, notable Democrat mafia apparatchik. He did very well for himself after he came out and kissed the ass of the government propaganda. right? I mean, he, he promoted it, put his name on it, and boy, oh boy, he died worth who knows how many millions. We'll never know. So it's an interesting thing. And by the way, don't feel bad about that thing in the bathroom. That happens to everybody. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't feel bad. No one feels good about themselves after that. Uh, Jim, Chicago. Hi,
8: Sean. Thanks for taking my call. It's a pleasure speaking with you. My pleasure. Um, I work at Queen of Heaven Cemetery, so thank you for the uh, shout out. Anytime, uh, we got, got, got all the guys here. We got Giancana, we got Accardo, yeah. we got Capone between Queen of Heaven and Mount Carmel. Even that Irish flower shop owner, Dean O'Bannon. Oh,
3: there's yeah. the guy that really won the battle. They, they, you know, they portray that he lost. He didn't lose anything. He took the he took the politics. That's where the real organized crime is.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
3: anyway, uh,
8: I've. I'm not a professional, you know, professor, historian, but I do read a lot. And I'm convinced that the Kennedy assassination was a mob hit. Uh, he, He the mob helped him get elected. And then he appoints his brother, Bobby, attorney general. And one of the first things he does is he goes after the mob and he made a lot of enemies. And I think it was just a sophisticated mob hit. There has been a, uh,
3: there has been collusion and collaboration between high-ranking high-ranking government officials and organized crime since prohibition. Yeah. Joe Kennedy is the face of that. Joe Kennedy still receives money if I'm not mistaken from the liquor business, still to this day. I mean, but they're not
2: mm-hmm.
3: they don't want people to think. They want them to believe, which is why they hide behind a veneer of legitimacy once they call themselves government. And people forget these are just human beings. And the way that you move up, Great. we have the clips. I play the CIA, the FBI. Hmm. How, how do you? In the last 20 years, you have two heads, the head of the FBI and the head of the CIA, that both supported the American Communist Party. These are things to think about, Jim. But in the meantime, when you're at Queen Absolutely. of Heaven, i got some family members there. So please, you know, kind of keep the gravestone nice. i got my Uncle TJ. We've we yeah, we got to redo we this. Yeah, we've got, got perpetual death, care. Nice. You won't pay a dime, Sean. All right, Jim. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Terry Dyer, Indiana. Hey, Sean. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you, kid? Good, good. You Ian. I'm friends with a lot of really good Puerto Ricans. We have a bad connection. Are you are you got the microphone? What, what happened? You got some sort of headset there that uh, you bought in China? I don't
1: know. It... I didn't... How about now?
3: There we go. Now much better, much better. Okay. Hey, I'm friends with a lot of good,
11: good Puerto Ricans. Why in the hell
8: would these these House Democrats want Puerto Rico to be part of the United States?
3: Just give me one good reason. Well, they like it the way it is right now. After all, that's where the vast majority of them own real estate along with a couple Republicans like Hank Paulson, and that's how they avoid paying any kind of tax. So from Louis Gutierrez to Hank Paulson to God knows how many LLCs that were formed in Delaware but reside in Puerto Rico, this is all a show to get support for people because they think, and you know what, it's hard to prove them wrong, they think that because people are a certain race, a certain nationality, they'll blindly vote for organized crime, calling themselves Democrats. You know, you still got your old group of of old Chicago Democrats who are too stupid to know. The Democrats aren't represented by JFK. They're insulting him every day that they... They, they, they put forward policies he stood against. So it's an interesting thing, and it's pandering, and they don't want it to really be a state. It's a head fake. It's a red herring. They got it just the way they want it. It's a tax haven. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate that. And I'll tell you a little something else from the speech you don't hear a lot.
5: You bear heavy responsibilities these days, and a article I read uh, some time ago reminded me of how particularly heavily the burdens of present-day events bear upon your profession. You may remember that in 1851, the New York Herald Tribune, under the sponsorship and publishing of Horace Greeley, employed as its London correspondent an obscure journalist by the name of Karl Marx, we are told that foreign correspondent Marx stone broke and with a family ill and undernourished, Constantly appealed to Greeley and managing editor Charles Dana for an increase in his munificent salary of $5 per installment, a salary which he and Ingalls ungratefully label as the lousiest petty bourgeois cheating. <laughs> but when all his financial appeals were refused, Marx looked around for other means of livelihood and fame eventually terminating his relationship with the Tribune and devoting his talents full-time to the cause that would bequeath to the world the seeds of Leninism, Stalinism, Revolution, and the Cold War. If only this capitalistic New York newspaper had (laughs) had... treated him more kindly... If only Marx had remained a foreign correspondent, history might have been different.
3: But even since the 1850s, the Marxists, the communists, the Leninists, the Trotskyites, the totalitarian, the demagogues, had one common occupancy. Reporter. I think that's a story. He was repulsed by all of that. He, the modern-day Democrat embraces it. They pretend that they are one. So they could really be what they are, a secret society of mafia members.
7: 312-642-5600. I was just listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute
4: disgrace. Thank you.
3: Tell the seven seas. August 10, 1964, Lyndon Johnson signed the Gulf of Tonkin Resolution. It was passed in August of 1964, months after Kennedy's assassination, at the urging of LBJ. Made a lot of money on that war, right? He was somehow tied to the, is it Huey or Bell or one of them? None of that would have happened. Jim, Chicago. Is this my cream puff, Jim? No. Oh, all right. I didn't know if you were cream puff. Don't you know, be I won't hear from him that. for a while, though. He got his municipal retirement check yesterday. He's going to be drunk for the next four days. But go ahead. Okay, this is this is all smoke
8: and mirrors again. Let's keep us distracted with, with 60-year-old news, 50-year-old news.
3: Well, I, I think it's more of a telling of exactly what transpired after this and why it's being protected and why all information is redacted. And like we had the caller say, this is only, we're only, what, six weeks from when the FBI said they're going to release what was on Seth Rich's cell phone and computers in 66 years. So it's really kind of the beginning of when this, this acceptance by the American people for misinformation, real misinformation, and it sets the tone for where we are today. We're serfs. We're well, then
7: the real question is to ask if they could do these kind of things back then. How have they improved on their skills?
3: It's called COVID. Yes. There you go. Government invested the greatest, the most successful biological weapon ever released on humanity. And it was invested, started with the American government's blessing, and
7: it'll keep coming back.
3: Of course, it is. It's the greatest weapon ever used to, uh, to forever enslave a society that believes itself to be free. Thank you very much. It's a good segue.
4: And as far as masks, do people need to start masking up again? You know,
3: look, there's a, a variety of tools that we have to keep infection numbers lower. Testing, masking, vaccinations, treatments, uh, improving indoor air quality. My point on this has been very clear. Masks work. They help. That's Dr. Yaa! Yeah! He would have been laughed at by the Democrats in the 60s. But not now. Dr. Yeah, He's a god among us. Dr. Pickleface Fauci.
0: Back in September, the president publicly said that the pandemic is over. How has that complicated the messaging to keep Americans vigilant facing COVID?
3: Yes, yeah, so I think the president was also very clear that COVID is not over. Can COVID continues to pose a challenge for us? Um, that is true. COVID is not over. And, and obviously, we continue to see people getting infected, getting sick. Uh, unfortunately, too many Americans needlessly dying of COVID. Uh, and so I think the president has been very clear on this even since. Uh, Every one of these politicians every reporter in the room every news agency you see on the television
0: is brought to you by pfizer cbs health watch sponsored by pfizer anderson cooper 360
3: brought to you by pfizer you know what else didn't exist back then k street the money in politics the secret society of the government supremacists dominic glendale heights
8: yeah, there's a great movie from the '70s with Burt Lancaster called "Executive Action" about the killing of Kennedy.
3: Oh, I love "Executive Burt Action." I can't Burt, believe
8: Lancaster. Burt
3: Lancaster. All
8: right, and watch the end of the movie; it's very
11: important.
3: Burt Lancaster. Yeah, that's very one of the very few last heterosexual Hollywood movie stars we had. Thank you very much, Dominic, Mike, and Beverly. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, brother. How are Great you?
1: Great conversation. Thank you. I've read a lot about the uh, Kennedy assassination. In one place, a book written by William Cooper. He's a ex-naval intelligence agent, and it's called The Pale White Horse. All right. And when good. you look that up, that you down. will see, and it will make common sense, to see who killed Kennedy.
3: I like it very much.
1: And it's all about money and war.
3: Mike, it's so refreshing to get a call from some honest capitalist who loves American principles in the hub, in the belly of the beast, surrounded by the short-in-the-pants Irishman in Beverly. You made my day! Thank you very much. Mike.
1: And if you... And if
3: you uh, one you more never thing. voted for Man again. You never voted for those Irishmen, did you? Did you? No, no, no. Thank God. All right. uh, one more thing... All right. If you look up the Federal
1: Reserve website in terms of their assets, liabilities, and cash flow, <laughs> they are losing $14 billion a month because they own 48% of the United States Treasury bonds 30-year.
3: Mike, do you know what's not in that number, which, which, is, which should be criminal, is the reverse repo overnight money.
1: That. Yeah, because the banks are making 4.5%. They're not making Dude. loans. They're making.
3: Right. It's the greatest con job perpetrated on the American citizen. It's unbelievable. Once again, it is. What's a better representation of a so called secret society? Thank you very much, Mike and Beverly. I love it. 312 642 5600.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. It's the answer.
3: My next guest started out. She's a successful financial software executive. She now runs a travel advisory site, former expat and travel expert. She's warning us about some holiday hell travel, which is going to be hard to do. After all, we're Chicagoans. Her name is Janet Sanders. Janet, how are you? Hi, Sean. I'm good. How are you? Very good, very good. You know, it's funny, as I see your expertise, I remember years ago when kidnapping by cartels was something you'd see on Dateline, and you'd see it on 2020. Now, this is happening in Arizona. It's happening in New Mexico. It's happening all over America. What exactly is going on when people
4: go to Mexico now? Well, what you're seeing here in the United States, and much to what you just said, is the cartels have come to the United States. So they're already here. Mexico has deteriorated quickly over the past few years. Um, The cartels and the police now are one and the same. Kidnappings are rampant, thefts are often, and none of the stories ever make it to the United States, which is why it is so crucial that we have um, forms like yours to tell folks what's going on. So, you know, there was a quicks- story. Backs, you're real quick, so don't advertise. Hmm. If you're going to go to Mexico, you got to take into consideration the more Americans are murdered there every year. Than every other country, more journalists are killed in Mexico every year than every other country combined. They don't want these stories getting out because they want the U.S. dollars. So, places that were traditionally safe—Quintana Roo, Cancun, Tulum, the Yucatan Peninsula. I've now now been invaded. Um, Kind of what prompted this career change is my property in Mexico was actually hit by 40 armed thugs, look like M-16 gang members, and the Yucatan State Police. And we were held hostage for 22 hours, and we literally had to fight our way out. Um, We were Molotov cocktails, throwing plants and vases and weights and knives and literally anything we could to defend ourselves for 22 hours before the locals were able to save us.
3: You know, I uh, obviously am a news junkie. And uh, I, I, I've often read the stories of, of the Sinaloa cartel has, for the first time in its existence, competition in the new generation cartel. Yet the one thing they can come to terms on is working together, crossing the U.S. border, to infiltrate it, not just with drugs, as you see fentanyl deaths are now one hundred, projected at 128,000 this year in America, but in sex trafficking and this this new business model, for lack of a better word, of kidnor- kidnapping for extortion. Do you think, uh, you know, I know in, in, in Arizona, I have a friend of mine who lives in Arizona, this is something that's happening, but you don't hear the news in Chicago, you don't hear it in New York, you don't see it on NBC, on MSNBC, it's, it's kind of being stifled, even when it happens here, and how do you combat this? I mean, I have a radio show, and that's great, but ultimately... The mass media, the one with the real outreach, is now not only controlling the airwaves, you have their cohorts on Silicon Valley that's controlling Internet information. Is it being stifled on the Internet as well as on TV, to your knowledge?
4: It sure is. And, you know, the thing is, is it's almost as if they want this invasion coming across the border. You know, what I'm watching coming across the border today aren't the good people in Mexico. If I lived and worked in Mexico for half a decade, and I'm not talking about living in any of the tourist cities, I lived in a tiny Mayan fishing village. These people would never leave, they live there, this is their homes. What they're sending across the border is the worst of the worst. Um, Not only are they coming across with drugs, one of the other things they don't talk about is these thugs, as they're traipsing through Mexico, are kidnapping Mexican children that they use to cross the border. And the ungodly things they do to these children, not only along the track, but once they cross the border into the United States, I have no idea why our press ignores this. We have a full-blown invasion going on. and. It's a dangerous invasion. They're they're not here to assimilate. This is um, well. It's the exciting. same press that wants to call. If we're going to fix it, though. To your point, if we're going to fix it, we got to fix this from the ground up because we're not getting help from our government or from our media. We got to stop spending money there. Quit oh, spending I mean, money I mean. to Mexico. No tourists. Don't buying drugs. Um, they're really big on setting scams, where they'll scam an American to come down there just to rob them. So it's all Disneyland until it's not anymore, and there's a lot about Mexico that I love. At one time, I was probably their biggest cheerleader. Uh, but you're playing Russian roulette with your life, because if you go down there and they do target you, you are not getting any help from your embassy You're not getting any help from the police. And you better be able to fight and pay your way out. I got back to the United States, dropped to my knees, and kissed the ground. The greatest country in the world, bar none. So, no, it's a a serious problem. It's a significant one. Um, The numbers that we're seeing at the border aren't even the full numbers. It's only who they've caught. And I think the whole country needs to brace. They're not going to like what just happened. What's it like to own
3: real estate? My understanding is you can't own real estate unless you partner with a citizen of Mexico, ironically enough, enough, which I love, as this country gives mortgages to uh, people who are not citizens. What is the the rule in owning real estate in Mexico? I'm curious.
4: Well, you can own real estate there, and Americans can do it one of two ways. If they're married to a Mexican citizen, they're already in, or they can form a corporation. But then they're going to pay a little bit more, and they can't buy beachfront property. Not only that, are you ready for this, Sean? If you want to go down to Mexico, before you can go, you want to stay or buy property, the first thing you're going to do for the Mexican government is you're going to show them your financials. You're going to prove to them that you can live for five years without ever taking a dime from the government. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to sign a document saying you're never going to take a job from a Mexican next thing you're going to do is you're going to sign another document saying that you're never going to participate in a political protest. And lastly, you're going to agree that you're never going to take a job in Mexico. They don't want anybody taking jobs from the locals. If we elect those immigration laws, we might have something.
3: I was going to say, can we elect the politicians that that are the architects of that? I
4: love that. Why
2: can't Can I we right like those guys?
4: Well, why don't we, why don't we have those, those laws here on the books? Why are our politicians selling us out? The night we were held hostage, we were frantically and desperately calling our embassy. They wouldn't do anything to help us. We were left to fight our way out. How could that be? That's the point of the embassy. I mean, or are they
3: just drinking uh, uh, pina coladas and dancing on the beach? What, what, What exactly is the embassy for if it's not to help the American citizens who are in a circumstance like this? And I want to know what happened to your house
4: after you left it. I think it's indicative of how thoroughly broken our federal government is. I mean, it is one bureaucracy on top of another, and the right hand doesn't know what the left is doing. My property is still down in Mexico. Um, if you saw the house that they attacked, when we finally got out, there were holes taken out of the side. There was, every window was destroyed. They stole, burned, or murdered Everything they could get their hands on. So if they got a hold of an animal, it was murdered. If there was furniture that they couldn't carry out, they burned it. And it was it was this group of M16 thugs they call a choke gang, the Yukon State Police, and sit back. It was an American by the name of Adam Kowalski who set us up. Really, one range? Oh yeah. He arranged the lease and then brought the cops and these gang over. It was an American who did this to us. This is
3: an astonishing, an astonishing tale. But more importantly, what you're, what I want to know, what year you live there and when it all changed. I'm curious to know the years, the timing of all of this.
4: I don't want this to sound political, but I'm on the drive down, so the, way, the day we arrived, I was about an hour outside of the Yucatan. It was late at night on Election Day, and we pulled into this old 2,000-year-old, it was an old um, ruin, they turned into a hotel.
2: Right. I
4: woke up about 2 o'clock in the morning to see Trump was being elected. <laughs> I was like, oh, things might be okay. The next day, Make Mexico Great Again was trending on Twitter, and I was thinking, this is going to be good. Now, whether this is coincidence or not, as soon as Biden was elected... Uh, the, the gates broke open. I mean, we start seeing coming through the country yeah. some of the worst of the worst. I mean, and they're not. Uh, Lincoln, see what's crossing the border. Isn't the good people of Mexico?
3: No, and and, and mean, the policies. See, here is the thing, Janet. I mean, I I, I hate to do you. So you are so wonderful, and I hate. I, and I'm not. Con, I'm not being confrontational with you, but everything is political, and the minute Joe Biden usurped the office. The policy of show up with a kid and the world is your oyster happened. So that's the minute that the kidnappings of the children, because they were useful currency. And and this is the ramification of allowing bad policies to take a hold. Americans are stupid. They'll sell out their dignity for $500 a month. But the the, the thought of exactly how far this goes needs to be explored. You have to tell people, the minute that this guy usurped the office, everything was worse, not just here, but in Mexico. That's what it looks like when you have political, it's not failing, it's political corruption and political bad policies that, that lead to decades to just repair where you started from. And that's kind of what my show is. And I don't care what we're talking about, whether we're talking about the economy, whether we're talking about any environment, the continuity of citizens themselves, nothing is better except political corruption and political strength over the citizens. And now that you have this invasion, and we all know it's an invasion, this is, these are I have guys, Clips, guys who worked in this industry 30 years, 40 years, 25 years. They've never seen anything like it. And it's only going to get worse because the administration that's in charge of the laws aren't interested in implementing the laws in Mexico that solve the problem. They want the laws here that lure in more support for government corruption. Because the other thing that no one's talking about is these citizens... No matter how good they're doing in Mexico, our simple welfare system is better than the way the vast majority ever lived. Is that fair to say?
4: Well, that is fair to say.
3: So, Janet, once again, everything is political. But then you'll have to forgive me. I never watch men in tights chasing balls. This is all I think about. In the meantime, you gave us all something to think about. And uh, where can the people go to kind of keep an eye on, on your perspective and what you're doing and support you?
4: set up a site for Americans where they can go to see what's really happening down in Mexico, the news that's not being reported. It's called mexiknowinfo.com, M-E-X-I-K-N-O-W, info.com. And real quick, Sean, much to what you said, the whole world is watching this. I've traveled all over, the politics in the United States spills over around the world they follow and much to what you're saying as soon as we had a new president and they knew that the border was going to be open the invasion that took place in mexico we haven't you guys haven't even seen it yet you have not seen what's coming this way (laughs) you know i wanted to before uh, one more
3: thing before i I let you go i I, i'm a i'm a finance guy for years last 25 years there have been people who live on uh, mediocre retirement that have taken advantage of kind of the currency fluctuation i remember seeing seniors inhabit very old areas of mexico are they also being harmed by this or are they being left alone what does it look like for those guys who were middle earners mediocre retirements there are thousands that relocated down to mexico is there any information on what is happening to these older Americans that made this
4: move? Give you some information. Um, a couple older couple was hit about two weeks after my house was hit. They murdered both of them. When you think somebody has got a medium income, you have to understand in these small villages and these people coming across the border, their average income per week is about fifty dollars US. So a guy on a social security income He's is a millionaire. Smart. You get it.
3: Yeah, I get it. I'll tell you you you've really um you've really helped a lot of people understand just exactly the treachery that happens when when cartels infiltrate government, because none of this could have happened if there was such a thing as a police department, if there was such a thing as a government agency in this country or that one, because I'm convinced in the streets of Chicago, there is no supply chain disruption for the Sinaloa cartel. There are no repercussions or very little if they are caught. They are running rampant in the city of Chicago, and I just hope it can stop before it turns into uh, Juarez. In the meantime, thank you so much for everything you do, Janet Sanders. I truly appreciate it.
4: Merry Christmas to you and all of the incredible people in Chicago. It's one of my favorite cities. Noreen Miller lives there. It's a wonderful place.
3: I know, but it's going to resemble where you ran from. In the meantime, you may want to divert Indiana, Wisconsin, all better. In the thank you so much for what you do, Janet. Thank you. My pleasure. Take care. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM Five Sixty. The Answer.
3: there even a a, a moron that may have leaned you know i don't i don't i'm not around him anymore is there even a moron that might have leaned towards voting for this dimwood in diapers this feeble fascist fraud that can't see what's going on and can't connect the dots that it happened because joe biden is pretending to be the president
4: for over four decades, Ruben Garcia has served migrants at Annunciation House and says he has never seen El Paso like this. The situation is only expected to get worse a week from today when Title 42, a pandemic era law that the US uses to turn migrants away, is set to expire. Garcia says a humanitarian crisis here can only be prevented if the city, county, churches, and the federal government step up efforts to shelter thousands more.
11: If Title 42 gets lifted and those four entities are
8: not operating at their max, you're going to be down here doing more stores with many, many more people sleeping out in the street
3: in even colder weather. My favorite part about Title 42 being let go from the border is that as simultaneously the oligarchs and the Democrat mafia are guaranteeing we will go back. To the government fascism we lived through as the most successful biological weapon was released on mankind.
5: Uh, that day, about the importance of get people getting vaccinated, people getting treated,
3: and obviously, I've been out here making that same message. More, Unless, of course, you're in the Sinaloa cartel, and you wa- don't worry about any of that. You just come on here, we got some money for you. This is the reality of what's happening. And there are, among mainstream media, there's an uncomfortable conversation. But it's glazed over. And if you're looking for answers from the administration, well, you can whistle Dixie. Zeke, you want to kick us off? Well, i uh Just a good to
1: start off with. I'm hoping you, you can shed some light on the apparent radio miscommunication that kept the White House press pool,
12: the separate press pool from the President's voting committee that cut the White House today. Yes.
3: Give me one second because I do have something to share on that. Um, what she's referring to is that the press corps was left behind. And unable to participate with Joe Biden.
12: So there was no emergency, just to be clear, or a security situation. And it appears that there was a radio miscommunication
3: upon, uh, upon departure. Uh, Vance picked up. The- you know, you might be onto something, Macbeth. He might have soiled himself. And they didn't want the press to see. They had to separate. Get them away. Get them on the changing table. Feet in the air, Joe. Feet
12: in the air. White House staff and press that were left at the convention center, so also White House staff were also left uh, as well. And we waited to, to start the press briefing until
3: uh, everyone returned. We need that clip from the Pope of Greenwich Village. Only this time, instead of cop, we do president. 312-642-5600.
0: Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois
3: in the upper Midwest of the nation and around the world.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer.
2: President
3: President. That's awesome. Pope of credits village. What a great movie that was. So we have this feeble fascist, lowlife roach.
7: And, you know, uh, um, I think that there's... uh, This is great. And, you know, know. uh, um, I think that there's... uh, I've been in and out,
3: not as... uh, My word. You would think that uh, that's edited. That's not edited. Break the page! This is from today. It's preposterous. And the reality is everything is worse. I couldn't help but notice the lovely Nikki Whaley's newscast about the unionization of Starbucks. And now Starbucks is going to close. And the union says, oh, no, 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 no. You own that business for me, right? No, you are going to get a rude awakening. We're just stretching in the Biden economic failures. A year from now, unemployment will be at 18 percent. Oh, they'll tell you it's at 11. But believe me, that's what's coming. And every rat. That voted for this corrupt mafia don in diapers, you deserve it. We're the victims, David and Lansing.
8: Hey, Sean, uh, I got some good news. But first, can you connect me with Cream Puff Jim? Because I don't know, I missed the. Uh, what is this the dating uh, game? Deadline.
3: You think you're on Tinder? No. I don't swipe right. You can make your he own might. dates. Go ahead. He might uh, have connections to Cook County because. I missed the pilot program
8: for the guaranteed income. It's $500 a week for two years, and they're signed, they've signed up 1,450 people. It comes out to $42 million. I
3: missed it. You got come on. That's up. from three, three months, months ago. No. Are you talking about the one that they're launching now where citizenship yeah, is not required? Week. Yeah, those yeah and citizenship
8: is not required. You can come across the board. Oh, did I say too much? No, no. I take that back.
3: No, you can't. Oh, thank God we have a bad connection. That's the worst comedy timing ever. They're two separate programs, and that's how you buy votes. That and then the cream puff gym where you pay guys to sit around and develop their palate for snacks and whatnot and wait for their pension in those pension incubator municipal trucks. Rich, hey. Indian Head Park. Hey,
4: Sean, how are you doing tonight? Wonderful. How are you? The question I want to ask you is why would Biden give... Uh, $10 million to a China-backed energy company. We had that story yesterday. Is some kind of payback for his kid or what?
3: Of course it is. The whole damn policy is a payback. He is an asset of enemies foreign and domestic. Like the unions that think Starbucks has, Starbucks has to stay open so they could pretend to have a job. In the meantime, I said no sweetener. Easy ice, you fracking morons. Go ahead. What else you got? <laughs> Yeah, I then they didn't put the lid on, right? I spilled it, it all over my back that today. I almost had to do the show topless. It's ridiculous. I spilled it today because I actually like the coffee, and I like the idea that down here there are no unions, not in our municipalities, not in our Starbucks. Gangsters need not apply. Up in the sewer, gangsters thrive. Rich, did you see the story about the uh, Jane Byrne? Did you see that fat fat? pig, butter-handed trust fund baby you call a governor there, celebrating the fact that if you inflationally adjust the money, not only did it take three times longer than the Hoover Dam, it cost more money. And that fat slob went there to thank the 35 different mobbed-up companies that were getting their beaks wet by pretending to be working for the last eight years. I know it took 13, but they built it in, in, in roughly five. The rest of it, they just sat around and collected checks. Like O'Hare. Did you hear they're getting a new terminal? Oh, it's going to be great rich. And what do you think those fat pigs are going to do? Vote Democrat. They're your guys. Go ahead. Now you can go down. I, I may have to pockets. wallow through that ghetto on my way back. Go ahead. That's it. They're going to fill their pockets. Of course there are. That's why I'll tell you what. what you know, I you know, know some of those guys with their fat asses their pretend jobs they're in the tavern pretending they're men trying to buy girlfriends on the side the whole thing made me sick for years it's so much ref- it's so so refreshing to be away from that thank you very much rich but in the meantime if you are in the sewer of chicago where is my where is my
4: she's simply strolling down the lincoln park sidewalk with her dog when an suv pulls up in an instant there's oh, a here, no, no
3: i want the one with the auto rob by the way if you saw this video from yesterday These are CPS students. These are kids
4: ages roughly 13 to 18. Police are searching for a group of thieves who stole several high-end vehicles from a Northwest Side auto body shop earlier this week. Surveillance video shows multiple offenders involved in that crime.
6: For more on this, W...
3: Did you happen to see this, Squirrel? There has to be nine of these CPS students. Not only are we paying $28,000 a year for these idiots, these lowlifes, these thieves, these scumbags... But in the meantime, they're creating mayhem that would make
6: Guadalajara blush. Jan's Alyssa Donovan live in Albany Park with more Alyssa.
4: Yeah, Ray and Micah, the owner of Richard's Body Shop just installed a surveillance system last month, and he's so glad that he did. That extra security allowed him to quickly contact police with what had happened and assist in the recovery of five of the six vehicles that were stolen.
3: You know how many of them were Jeeps? I'm going to tell you right now, Squirrel, you buy a Jeep, I'm going to smash it. You buy a Subaru Outback. The CPS honor roll students, they don't like that.
10: Originally, this lock was straight, and it goes through, and that's what most people have. They have like a little slide lock. You can't lift it.
4: Yeah. That lock busted by a group of thieves who broke into Eddie Zipperstein's Auto Body Shop on West Lawrence Avenue.
3: Eddie to- Zipperstein's Auto Body Shop. Check it out for yourself. Watch the video, and tell me if you think there's one of those kids that's even old enough to drive. There might be two, but those are the honor roll students that CPS produces. This is all... A ramification of terrible, terrible policies. And in the meantime, there was a tragic story. Tragic. I had it yesterday. I wasn't going to play it. But these kids matter. These are two beautiful kids. They really were.
4: Well, Val and Mark, she tells me that she is going through a nightmare. She says she lost her father to gun violence when she was only 11 years old. Now she has lost her sons in a similar way. They were killed inside this alley last night. Neighbors tell me they heard about eight gunshots, some including their mother, rushing out to try to keep them alive. They wasn't in no game. They wasn't trying to hurt no one. <laughs> kids in the neighborhood decided to come over here and shoot both of my sons. Amanda Wright's pain is unimaginable. Her two sons, 20-year-old Benjamin O'Neill and 17-year-old Jonathan, who was a student at Sen High School, shot and killed behind their Ravenswood home in an alley last night. And
3: that news story could have been played for the last four years. It's the same fracking thing and the government that is supposed to protect the people and educate the kids so they're not scumbags. They're protecting the predators. You don't need gun control in that sewer. You need scum control. You could stop it overnight. But they do not have the fortitude to move forward with what needs to be done. The scum needs to be removed so the decent kids, whose names matter, Benjamin and Jonathan, they matter. You'll never hear their names again. Paul Bensonville. There's a scum, illegal, Saul Chavez,
8: who ran over somebody with a DUI years ago. He was supposed to get picked up and extradited back to Mexico. But the county commissioners, whoever the hell they are, and I have no idea who they get, how they get elected, Passing an ordinance instructing the jail to ignore detainers, describing them as requests and not uh, warrants. I don't understand what the hell is going on. I I also have another topic for you. If you've
3: ever seen something, go to Cook County, in a Cook County commissioner meeting, and take a look at these imbeciles that are the commissioners. I don't know all of them, but I know where one of them is. It's parallel parked in a forest preserve with a dog on his head. He wants you to think his hair. And that's the version of a Republican in Illinois. 312-642-5600.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. You
3: know how hard it is to stay in business in that sewer? Corruption. How overtaxed businesses are. I do. I know. That's why it's important we give them the respect that they need. Gobert's Farm in Pingree Grove. Annette Kalavec at Kelty Realtors. Unistaff Jobs, Mathnasium. Arlington Heights Heating and Air. Jeff Tischler, author, high-tech versus highest-tech. Gatto Industrial Platers. Chris Jacobs with Century 21 in Inverness. I actually did a deal with him. Very nice guy. MV Delights. Floor Coverings International. James Layden of LPL Financial in St. Charles. Freedom Square. These are the guys that pay the taxes that make that city go around, that state go around. It isn't the government scallywags that are burning hundreds of millions at both O'Hare. That's billions. And the Jane Byrne exit ramp. Ooh, have you taken the ramp, Squirrel? We know if you make good time. I'd say you got a better chance of getting robbed than you making good time. That's what I think. But in the meantime, you've got
7: this. Obviously combatant, but in and out of Afghanistan, Iraq, and his areas 38, 39 times.
3: And hey, what good was it? Hey, you with the wet socks. What good was it? What What you did in Afghanistan... I think you should be charged as a war criminal. Then again, what you did in the Middle East, I think you should be charged as a war criminal. And now what you've done in Africa, you're giving money to people who are killing their own people.
2: The United States will commit $55 billion
3: to Africa over the next three years. This, the border, the welfare growth. 63% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. All
6: could have been avoided. I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis- or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship, directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. Second, I will order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. These include possible... And, you know, and, you know, uh, um,
7: I think that there's... today, Junior! I've been in and
6: out, not as uh, obviously a combatant. Are you fracking kidding me, Maul? Third, upon my inauguration as president, I will ask Congress to send the bill to my desk... Revising Section 230 to get big online platforms out of censorship business. From now on, digital platforms should only qualify for immunity protection under Section 230 if they meet high standards of neutrality, transparency, fair. I like it. Can you start Monday?
7: In and out of Afghanistan, Iraq, and his areas, 38, 39 times. As uh, not as president, only twice as president, but...
3: Sounds great, doesn't it? I- What's the under over on making it to Sunday night, to 60 minutes? Put me 50 on the don't.
7: <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me.
3: <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is utterly unbelievable. And then, of course, there's the money. There's the corruption. There's everything you're used to. The
4: emails added that Harv's was partnering with NBA stars Magic Johnson and LeBron James in 2016 to host an NBA global game in China. In 2020, Harv's announced it was partnering with NBA China to bring basketball-themed entertainment centers to the country. No wonder LeBron James is always apologizing for the CCP. The revelation coming is more are asking for answers from the there's the border
2: do not come do not come i'm gonna
3: come 312-642-5600 i'll be back with your calls and comments
2: Just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty without me. I said, this looks like a job for me, so everybody A couple things I want to discuss me, before we, we get to our next guest. it feels so empty without me.
3: Number one, you got them? Number one, blockchain to me is more than just digital currency. The potential is there. But I have a rudimentary understanding of blockchain i wanted to bring on somebody who knows it inside and out starting his own business to leverage skills learned in the service and to build a better life my next guest chris alexander is the chief communications officer of liberty blockchain a worldwide community so let's bring on an expert because one thing's for certain the government does not like a challenge to the dollar which is why i like the concept of challenges to the dollar I know how many people they kill in order to protect the false integrity of the dollar. Ultimately, I'm interested in protecting myself and my family more than I am supporting the obvious lie of the U.S. dollar. Chris Alexander, how are you?
11: Great, great. And I couldn't
3: agree more with
11: your comment about the the blockchain is more than a coin and, and more than a cryptocurrency.
3: Now, the one thing that's for sure, is that Sam Bankman-Fried's atrocity and lie benefited clearly the mafia. When I say that, I mean political party and politicians. But it also serves as now a weapon against an alternative and against a a way in blockchain to maybe shore up and have some integrity in voting. When I, I started to think about what blockchain is and the identity protection in it and the certainty in it. Why not move forward rather than this paper ballot stuff? Because there's always going to be ballot stuffing. One thing that cannot is absolute identity fingerprint technology. That The government doesn't have your fingerprint, but in order to access your account, you have to have your fingerprint. Am I off on this, or can this be used for more than just trading currencies or funging money?
11: No, you're absolutely right. In fact, our chief legal counsel was involved in some experiments to show how you can use the blockchain to do exactly what you're talking about, which is have a transparent safe, secure election.
3: So do you feel that Sam Bankman's fraud, which was obvious from the get-go, I mean, when I first saw him, I thought I was watching Welcome Back, Cotter 2. He was obviously the one Epstein character. However, he will be used, the failure will be used, and it will be used to scare Americans, from advancing to a system that is far more than just currency, but it can be used in so many things. I mean, you can automate virtually every aspect of your life. Now the downside is the silicon oligarchs. So so kind of give our, my people a little idea of what blockchain is and how it can be used to the best and highest use.
11: Sure. Let, let me start by saying uh, I am not here to defend bank and freed, or uh, exchanges. We have nothing to do with that, and you've really hit the nail on the head. It's about what Web3, which essentially rests on the blockchain, can do. To, to say that simply, you know, you timeshare your car, you can timeshare your home, um, you timeshare your computer in the blockchain, and it becomes essentially part of a network of supercomputers to do the very things that you're describing. Once you do that, there's what's called um, proof of work, and you're given what's called a token. Those can be coins, that's where we start getting into exchanges and potentially problems. But you have this concrete action that you take to lock a piece of data in and secure it and take part of this this effort with whatever community you kind of choose. Um, so you have infrastructure. Let's, the best way to explain it is this, it's, it's 1989, and no one knows what the internet's going to be yet. But if you were looking at where to go, you would look at the people with the infrastructure, not the people that are making, you know, angel fire pages in 1994, if you will. And, and so the, the real strength is, is really yet to be seen. And it's who figures out how to do more than just DeFi, you know, the, the financial part, and how to leverage blockchain technology for, for different things.
3: You know, obviously, I I am political, and I politicize everything. It's just how, how my brain works. However, I'm kind of aware that the, the government has picked its favorite philosophical citizen, and the other citizen is going to be a target of that. So I'm uncomfortable now that these bureaucracies inside the government have a lot of information on me. Is there a privacy level of blockchain that people are unaware of?
11: There is isn't. there isn't. That's where it's kind of interesting. Um, Like a blockchain encrypted phone, for example, is extremely difficult to try to break into or hack. I mean, the NSA puts computers into like cryotanks because they heat up so hot trying to solve equations like blockchain equations. But there's also transparency in every transaction. Um, I I don't know if you've seen the forensic investigator that cooperates with the government now, and he's able to track all kinds of, a money laundering activities or illicit money movement because of that transparency. I think it's ultimately a strength, but 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 you have to know that while your communications may be encrypted, your actions on the blockchain are transparent, and that means the government could look at it. So i say it's a mixed bag.
3: What do you foresee uh, as far as the move by government to seize some sort of a, a, a leash or control? What's, what, what do you see happening in this next couple of years?
11: Sure. Let, let, let me start with that. I think mean, it's important. Um, while Sam Bankman-Fried is, um, is behavior reprehensible, it'll be brought to justice in some form. You know, when, when Microsoft doesn't pay taxes, whose fault is that ultimately? Is it Microsoft or is it the government regulator's fault? So what you really have with FTX is an absolute failure by the federal government to regulate. I can tell you right now, you keep hearing, oh, it's on the Wild West, it's unregulated. There are two three things I can say right now, just about what our blockchain does, that would get me fined or imprisoned by the SEC. I can't even advertise that we're involved in crypto because no one will take our ad. So the idea that it's not regulated is absurd. Um, exchanges, on the other hand, do get away with things. So when we talk about, about the future, you know, you have the government looking to build its own crypto coin, uh, it, it, we can't figure out in the industry whether it's incompetence, indifference, or deliberate, what they're doing now. But um, give clear rules to industry and industry will follow them. And right now, no regulatory agency is really willing to do that. So, so where do we go from here? Uh, we, we crush Web3 in the United States. All of the firms move overseas. And when the world leaps to Web3, the United States falls behind or we figure out a way to ensure that people have trust and confidence, and uh, we we grow something alongside or along with regulation. And and I don't know which way it's going to go, to be honest, and virtually no one in the industry does.
3: That's the exciting part as far as I'm concerned. So you said you you have a council who is talking about adding a certain level of integrity to elections, which is what I think we need. And the fact that it's transparent could be good, because it would be nice to actually have a, a, a system where after the so-called count is in, it can be audited. Is this something that would be an advantage in having blockchain be a part of our future elections?
11: Absolutely. And along with ways to make seeing the process perhaps um, easier, you also have an incredible security advantage. It goes back to what I was saying again about it's very, very difficult to break into encrypted communications on the blockchain you would have a very secure system that can be online because, of course, the problem is the more you put online, the greater the risk is for cyber activities. And um, this really helps mitigate it. To my knowledge, and I've asked around, there's never been anyone that successfully, consistently cracked any sort of encrypted blockchain cell uh, with any information. Chris, so it's, as I'm re- it's um, very funny.
3: As I'm reading about you, it seems that. You started to learn these skills in the service, is that correct?
11: Uh, I did. I actually was uh, a a scout, and then I moved to information operations. So I was a little around the cyber guys, and then I did a lot of, I guess you call it information warfare in Iraq.
3: With the skills you learned, is there a reason that um, the government is unable to trace the profits, the banking? To a certain extent, I mean, I know that once in a while there are some some scores, but is there a reason why uh, our government can't seem to get a handle on the money that the cartels are making and moving around? We're talking about billions and billions and billions of dollars. I mean, I understand it's, you know, in the 80s, Pablo Escobar was able to take advantage of a very rudimentary understanding and some banks that were involved in scandal. But in this year, 2022, is there any reason why... The government, our government should be unaware of exactly the money that's not just going into cartels but into funding terrorism or weapons dealers and on the rest of it. Is there is there a reason that they can track a citizen's transactions on PayPal for six hundred dollars but the Sinaloa cartel gets a pass?
11: Well I, I can't see the cartels I didn't work a lot of Latin America, but I can tell you a, a big challenge when when I dealt with it. In, in uh, the Middle East and, and throughout the Muslim world, they have what's called a Hawala network. And uh, they're ancient. Uh, it's Western Union, probably at the time of Christ, you could probably do it. A little, I guess with the last there was the foundation of Islam. But uh, at any rate, um, it's over a thousand years old. And you go to someone in, say, Minneapolis, if you're a Somali, and you give them a thousand dollars and say, my family in this village needs this money. They make a phone call, and the person at the other end immediately pays it out. So there's no transaction that moves. Now that's that's a wonderful thing for people to help their families in a way they're comfortable with, and and I appreciate that. The challenge from a counter terror perspective is there's no longer there's no transaction at all, and uh, you don't always get paid back in money. You get paid back in any kind of illicit you know people, drugs, what have you. So. My understanding, and it's limited, is that the cartels actually have just warehouses full of cash. And when they seize it, they seize so much they have to burn it because they can't reinstitute it or put it back into the U.S. economy. So I think what you're dealing with is an inability to deal with networks that don't do things electronically. And we have such an over-focus on the digital in the U.S. government. I think sometimes that's where we fail, you know. Classic humans and intelligence collection being where we can be a little better.
3: Now, your company is uh, has my favorite word in it. My companies are named <laughs> Liberty, and your company is a Liberty Blockchain. What do you, and you also have 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 a benefit where you uh, you really help veterans? Is that true? We do,
11: and we're, we're, right now we're in a development phase. Uh, we've done a few donations and small things, but we're really understanding what Web3 can do and make a difference for veterans and also for, for the cause of human liberty itself. Uh, so that includes things I said, to the benefit veterans, whether it's scholarships, working at NFC fundraisers, preserving artifacts actually online with a few uh, uh, different charities that we've been in talks with, and then we're very excited to look at uh, anti-trafficking, actually. Uh, we, we're beginning uh, partnerships with a couple of organizations and looking at how we we leverage the blockchain to provide analytical support um, as, as well as other uh, support in, in counter-human trafficking, counter-narcotic, and other
3: Now, you know, uh, everyone's talking about Sam Bankman-Fried, and it's true. You know, it's obviously a scam. But the NFT world is a tricky world, is it not? There's been some major failures in that. I remember um, the guy who sold Elon Musk Twitter he lost a couple million dollars on the NFT. Are the NFT what? Are you, what is that? And is that something worth the average ordinary American getting interested in or looking into?
11: So uh, the, the NFTs is you as you see them covered, and you're probably thinking about them. Are people buying those NFTs of like a monkey holding a banana for a million dollars and, and these sorts of things? And um, it, that that's very much like Bitcoin. It's almost a proof of concept and. These fads come around and, and what have you. But let me give you something for veterans This that con- concrete. Um, so you could NFC your DD 214, you could NFC your 2 alpha 2 dash 1, your ERB, ORB, your different records when you leave the service. And those can become very, very important if you need to get treatment at the VA or what have you. And you have a place to so- store that that's safe, completely secure, and people can't get at it and look at it. Um, you can keep. Teach- Mementos and different things, and, and, and preserve them. So imagine it kind of like having the baseball cards. I think that's an easy one, and then you're you're able to keep that in perpetuity. You don't have to worry about damage to it.
3: I remember in the beginning with Bitcoin, I had a relative who wanted to buy it when it was you know a fraction of a of a dollar, and there was a lot of guys that did. And then I remember once it exploded. There was a kid I believe on the east coast who had like 30 million dollars on his hard drive but he threw it away. He couldn't access it. He couldn't remember the password. Yep. Is this a downside or with blockchain technology if that were ever to happen to your as a veteran and all your paperwork is there a way to back it up? Is there a way to have a a, a path in? Yes, uh it, it
11: Industry's found a way if you get what's called a cold wallet and it's going to be really technical here but you can store, store all your funds in what's called a cold wallet and if you were to lose your cold wallet you could still have a recovery phrase that would allow you to recover everything digitally on a backup that's held by uh, the company that you got the cold wallet from so without getting super technical put it this way there is now a way to have everything and if it got thrown in a landfill you could still have a redundancy where you could collect that. And just it, one tip to anyone listening, if you get involved, you have these long password recovery phase phrases, never take a picture of it and put it on your phone. Hackers will pull that, and that's the one way that could actually get your account.
3: Is Blue horseshoe likes Endicott Steel taken? I'm kidding.
11: Well, you could make one. <laughs> <laughs> um, there would definitely be a way.
3: Chris Alexander, I really, I really like this conversation. I want to have it more in-depth as we make progress with your lawyer and the idea of shoring up election integrity. I, that, that, to me, is the biggest issue. The money is secondary. But the fact that you're involved and you're from an area and you're trying to bring virtue to it I think is most important. The name of the company is Liberty Blockchain. Where can the people go to check you out?
11: Uh, libertyblockchain.com and then follow a lot of of the news that we share through our dispatch that you can find on the website and we're we're excited about the next quarter to two quarters and what we're going to start unveiling
3: chris i appreciate you coming on it will not be the last we have a deal absolutely thank you very much thank you we'll be back with your calls and comments after this
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM 560, The Answer.
3: Nice, nice pull on a fantastic Friday. Are you telling me we we don't have a lot of time left on the show? It's not good. It's going fast, and I'm tired. I've been up since 3 in the morning. still go another hour. Unlike Joe Biden, poor Jill. Peter Wilmette hey sean how are you good how are you kid hey, good hey listen. just as a side i hope little
8: sam has a nice prison cell in rikers for 20 years
3: Brother, that kid's um, gonna get epstein He either that or he'll just simply <laughs> go away. He's that's the greatest yeah. setup. Think about the only one that profited was the Democrat Mafia. The numbers think yeah, you know good I, for blockchain. We can find out. It's not sixty million, it's not seventy million. This will funge out to be one billion dollars.
8: And I think Joe's gonna pardon the kid too, because his parents are connected.
1: Of course. That's, that's
8: a one side, that was the size. I don't think we can wait for 2024. I think Biden's going to do too much irreparable harm to this country. And thanks to the Democrats, we have the precedence to impeach a president in an
1: afternoon, and we can do Kamala the next day in the morning.
3: I love that, Peter, but but ultimately, that's why it was so crucially important. That they were able to to grab... Get the Senate. Yeah, Yeah. that's it.
9: Who's going to do it? You take the reverend in a $6,000
3: suit, the one who evicts people, the reverend who believes in abortion, the dimwit who praised Fidel Castro, he's not going to vote to pull him out. He's as great as asset.
8: But, Sean, I think there's enough Democrats who are up in 2024, and they're sick of Biden, and they don't want him to uh, to run again. Yeah. I, I love it, Peter, but I'm aging, man. Him. I mean,
3: I look fantastic, but I'm aging. I don't want to wait two years. I don't want to wait two <laughs> days. I want to, you know. Let's start Monday. Thank you very much, Peter. Well, I wish okay. you the best. That's you fun. know what? I, my heart breaks for you because I know what you pay in property taxes. I have a very good idea, and you, my friend, need to come and join me. Thank you very much. Plus, you, you, your odds are getting hit by some ex stripper third wife in one of those G twenty Mercedes wagons goes down. Bob in Crown Point.
1: Hey Sean, you should put a put a bit together with uh, Pelosi, Biden, Fetterman, and that uh, yelling goat. And, I, I, the, can you uh, take
3: it, Bob? You know how many you you guys owe me a, a service. You know how many clips of these idiots I have. I'm saving you. You're going into the weekend. You really want to hear these old crooks make fun of you? Because that's what they're doing. They're making fun yeah. of us. They're making fun of us. Well, you could call it government, of,
1: government yeah. of schmucks.
3: I like it. Four schmucks. Schmuck show. Hey,
1: but um, yeah. here's the thing that I'm worried about with blockchain, and my understanding is rudimentary also. A lot of the software that's made these days are have built-in back doors. Uh, and believe it or not, it, it could be for nefarious purposes, just like for the government. Just like Bank of America
3: uh, or Citibank? Yeah. American Express. They already got us, brother. Now the question is, I'm not advocating everything, go digital. Not at all. I, 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 I'm, I'm a proponent of currency. But what I, I want to use it for isn't the money not per se. I want election integrity. You're not going to get it by going back to the old days when the crooks could ballot harvest and steal. I want it through a living breathing pulse that a fingerprint touches it. And by the way, after the election's done, we could audit it. Oh, Bob in Crown Point, yeah, he voted. Okay, good. Let's call him and see if he voted for, for right. Democrats or Republicans. That's what I want, brother, because right now you don't have it. You got 5,000 uh, votes coming to a single address, same day registration, and all the rest of the nonsense. We need integrity. Technology is the way to get it, not stripping yourself and blindfolding and hoping that it goes back to some paper. In my opinion, just It'd my opinion.
1: Such a that's what to the government, though.
3: Well, listen, If the government's got your information right now, and if you think I'm wrong, wait till the IRS agents get sworn in. Enjoy your audit. I'll be back after this. Verlan, you'll be first.
0: He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer.
2: I don't know,
3: what do you think, Squirrel Macbeth? Should I crush Verlan's point before he makes it or let him make it? Let him throw the weak jab. Go ahead. You throw the weak jab, and I'll go over the top. Verlon. Absolutely not.
7: Okay.
8: Absolutely not. I don't want Google. I don't want the cloud. I don't want TikTok having a chance to access my fingerprints. If you what? want election integrity, you elect politicians what? What? that's going to show up the process that we already have.
3: Okay. Power to the people. What's your job again? I- I'm a nurse. I'm a nursing. So when you got, you got a cert, you have a certificate to be a nurse, right? Yeah. What was the process to be a certificate to go to get your certificate? What'd you have to go through? I had to go through a, a training training school, but you didn't have to get fingerprinted for that. Of course, you got to, you got to get okay. with the state. How about uh, concealed carry? I'm a concealed carry. You a concealed carry? I don't. I don't. I told you. I told everybody at the shop. I don't like guns. I like knives. If you okay. invade my space, I want to i I'm a registered license, investment advisor with an SEC license and a, 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 my other license just to be a trader. The government has your fingerprint fifty thousand times. That's if you're not a felon. If you're a professional, so all of that is already accessible to all of those people you're afraid of. Not to mention what kind of phone you have. Plus, I wait, wait. hold on. I don't want tech companies. I started off the conversation. I don't want tech companies even the have government to shut up and get my fingerprints. Listen, Socrates, the government is a tech company. The NSA, they got your fingerprints. They got the last phone call you made. They know the girl you took out this afternoon. Hopefully a girl. They know everything. You're worried about it? In the meantime, you're willing to compromise ballot harvesting and, and ballot stuffing? The government's already got you, babe. They know how much you're worth, how much you owe. They know everything about you, even your proclivities. Thank you. That was easy. John Garfield Ridge. Hey, Sean, thanks for
1: taking my call. Um, Anytime. Two quick things. Uh, That lady walking her dog in Garfield Ridge, or um, Ridge, the one in uh, Lincoln Park that got stuffed up. You know, a good reporter would have asked her straight up. I said, do you vote Democrat?" And when she says yes, the reporter should have said, good, now wallow in your failure.
3: Wallow, wallow in it. it. Wallow in And I agree wholeheartedly. That's a, that's a nauseating, upsetting story. And I agree. You know whose fingerprints the government doesn't have? All of the people that crossed the border illegally and got away for certain. And I'd be willing to bet they don't even have the ones they processed. Tom, Blue Island, how else could they let all these rapists, criminals. John Dettos,
8: Channel 7 at 6 o'clock played the Trump speech at January 6th to the 2nd and cut it off right before he said peacefully and patriotically protest. The government's corrupt. You're right, Biden has to be impeached. He won't be convicted. But if this Republican Congress not Congress, House of Representatives does not respond and impeach him in kind, then it's over, brother.
3: Oh, I agree. It's over. It's, it was over the minute he stole the office. You realize what's happened to this country since he stole the office? If only he was, in, if only he was really vaccinated. Well,
5: welcome to this talk. It's Tuesday, the twenty fifth of October.
3: Now, I want to look at a few things today. The main one probably is going to be the uh, excess deaths in young people in the United States. Yeah, they got. Side effects. Tom and Harvard. Harvard. Yeah,
8: John. I was wondering your opinion on what the punishment should be for tampering with election results and stealing elections. Because my opinion is they're altering the will of the American people and they're changing the course of history. And my opinion is they should be executed, punished by death, <laughs> like traitors.
3: Brother, we got we got people that molest children. We've got people that kill kids, kidnap kids. We've got people that kill their own kids. Those days of executions, brother, that's something you're going to have to watch in movies when the movie stars were heterosexual like Burt Lancaster. I love it. I agree with you, but you're living in the past. Mary in Evanston. Yes,
4: Why is it that... I'm sorry, you're... are you there?
3: Yeah, I am, but you sound like you're talking to me through a Campbell's can. Um, let me try
4: something
3: All right, we're going to, yeah, we we lost Mary. All right, we lost Mary. A couple of stories I did want to cover. Number one, I love to uh, watch the eco-Nazis hoisted by their own petard.
12: Switzerland will ban use of electric cars for non-essential journeys during power shortages this winter.
3: Switzerland will ban the use of electric cars for non-essential use. Who gets to decide what essential is?
12: Emergency plans also call for shop opening hours to be cut by up to two hours per day.
3: So their eco-Nazism, if you own a business, you got to close it two hours early. Or open it two hours late. You get to pick, I guess. Christmas lights turned off, and all sports
12: stadiums and leisure facilities closed. You're going to love the future. It's a
3: lot like the past in Germany.
12: 60% of Switzerland's energy comes from hydroelectric power stations. People will be asked to limit their washing machines to a maximum of 40 C and public buildings to 20 C.
3: Well, finally, you foreigners will have an excuse for that odor.
12: Under crisis measures, hot water will be turned off in public bathrooms and air conditioning band. Crisp- you don't need that. You'll
3: get used to the cold water.
12: The regressives are in charge. This lights will be extinguished. Escalators stopped and commercialized machines shut down.
3: Well, a lot of you Democrat fat asses could use the walk up the stairs. We want to go all electric by 2035. Is it
5: practical to do it now? Well, we can make this whole discussion easy with the two-letter word, no. There's no such thing, of course, as a zero-emissions vehicle. The real question is, where are the emissions associated with the electric car? Because what you do with an electric vehicle is you don't eliminate emissions, you
3: export them somewhere else. And that's what the American eco-Nazi is comfortable with. That's why they enrich the communists in China the totalitarian dictators in Eastern Europe and Central and South America. They don't want to see the real mess, and they don't even want to think about exactly how all that stuff and that junk UAW made Ford fixer repair daily. By the way, their stock is a little bit more expensive or a little bit less expensive than the dollar store. You have to dig up about 500,000 pounds of materials to make a single 1,000-pound battery. It takes 500,000 pounds of materials to make a single battery. That seems like a lot. What is the carbon footprint? 100 to 300 barrels of oil to manufacture a battery that can hold one barrel of oil equivalent of energy. That's about government efficiency right there. Keep voting Democrat, you morons. 312-642-5600.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state he's sean thompson and this is the sean thompson show on am 560 the answer
3: is this is not unusual no yeah it's not unusual this is jones tom jones it's not unusual big fan tom jones engelbert humperdink was better though it's
2: not unusual
3: he's a man baby it's a man baby exactly in the meantime Bet did a little back-of-the-envelope math. Turns out something called an Iowa-class battleship weighs 60,000, between 60,000 and 70,000 tons. That is exactly enough to build 240 electric car batteries. <laughs> so when they're not blowing up the former Soviet Union, Africa, Middle East, these eco-Nazis are trying to tell you how good this stuff is for you, and they're terrible.
5: Just manufacturing the
3: battery can have a carbon debt rate ranging from 10 tons to 40 tons of CO2. And the plans that are in place to increase the use of batteries will require an increase in production of minerals like lithium, cobalt, zinc. Demand for those minerals will increase between 400 percent and 4,000 percent. Isn't there enough mining in the world to make enough batteries for that many people for their car? This isn't about what's better for anything. It's about what can be used to tax you for a living, which is why they attack livestock, which is why they will tax you on the amount of years you live and what you do. It has nothing to do with the environment. If it did, they would stop giving money to warmongering dictators around the world. They would focus on some of their own. Failure, some of their own foibles, and they would never sell you this eco Nazi bulldog that does far more damage to our planet than their so called fix. CO2 is not a pollutant, it is a fundamental principle of photosynthesis. It's what makes the world go around, and these idiots have managed to do more damage than they ever preach with help. This is what they are they're Democrats. It's not a political party, it's a mafia, it's a secret society. You ain't in the secret. I cannot believe this went by this fast. In the meantime, everyone have a good weekend. If you have to go to the sewer of Chicago, Serpentine, for God's sakes, they're shooting up everything. And don't drive a Jeep down there for anything. Jeeps or Kias, stay away from Get yourself a Subaru Outback. They'll think you're Dr. Awardy or another one of Lori Lightfoot's friends. In the meantime, everybody have a good, safe weekend. Now, let's hear a little patriotism. Shall we, Squirrel? Cue the music.
2: Whoa,
3: weekend stay away from Democrats talk to you Monday
0: don't just have a great night have an American night